Welcome to the podcast, Let the Prophet Speak. Today we are studying the Prophet Habakkuk, the Navi Habakkuk, chapter 3b. And um, I am Saul Weiner, the host for your podcast. This um, uh, portion of chapter 3 is continuing the prayer of Habakkuk. Even though the language doesn't sound very prayer-like, but within his words we'll see that he actually is praying he's pray- what he's praying for is the justice of God as opposed to the justice of people now for those of you that have been studying this book Habakkuk until now with us you would have seen that the idea that when a human being when a human entity such as in this particular case the king of Babylon is given permission by God to be an instrument of punishment that the uh, the people uh, the person carries out that um, punishment indiscriminately uh, and God allows him to destroy even the just together with the unjust the righteous together with the not righteous however Habakkuk is trying to to emphasize that God's justice, when God himself meets out justice, that it's done properly. When I say properly, I mean what appears to us as being properly in the sense that the the uh, those that deserve to get punished do, and those that do not get deserve to get punished do not. In this next, in the portion we just had before, Habakkuk, the, in the first part of chapter 3, the prophet pointed out to us that that the only way real justice will happen on this world with people is if the entire world sees and knows the true ultimate justice of God himself. That once all human beings and all the countries learn that and see that and know that, then even, even when human beings treat each other, they will treat each other in a just and righteous way. In this chapter, in this portion of the chapter, Habakkuk is openly comparing the way that God meets out justice versus the way that human beings do. He is, oh, I'm going to make several points that are important for us to remember as we read the, the next uh, uh, several verses until the end of Habakkuk and will help us fully understand what message he's trying to convey. Um, the... the uh, It, the first first point that Habakkuk is going to be making is, and, and this isn't necessarily fir- I don't mean first necessarily in chronological order, but the first one of the first and, and most important points is that when God punishes, He's not doing it out of out of um, anger at 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 the innocent, but rather His anger is directed only at the guilty and. He is doing it for the purpose of delivering the innocent, of redeeming the innocent. So God is actually, when he's angry, his anger is not just a, a overwhelming anger at everything, but rather it's an anger specifically at those that are in, at guilt, guilty while he's trying to save those that are innocent. The, the symbol of innocence that Habakkuk is going to use is the symbol of, the, um, of nature itself, the entire world of creation. Nature itself, other than human beings, are all 
subject, of course, to God's um, uh, uh, God is the creator, subject, of course, to God's will, but they are never the recipient. They are never God is never angry at the world, at nature itself. So nature is the example of that which is completely innocent. Okay, now if you remember that. And also, nature always will do God's bidding. Nature will always listen. But nonetheless, Chavakuk is going to point out that nature still trembles in awe of God. Okay? This is the... Um, in, 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 in the same sense, Chavakuk is going to tell us that when an individual person, when an individual looks at God, he should also think in the same way that nature does. And remember that... Um, that I can tremble before God, I can be in awe of God, I can be in fear of God, but still I can be happy that it is God who is going to ultimately do justice both for me and not for me, that his purpose is in order to save me as a, as a just and righteous person, assuming of course that you live that way, and his purpose is to punish those that torment me. And, and the same way that the innocence of the world can look at God and both tremble, but still at the same time be confident and know that they, nature is not going to be the recipient of God's wrath. So, um, knowing these things in mind, we can now look at the, at the verses, and we're going to start with verse 8. Havin harim chara Adonai, imban harim apecha. Is God's anger directed at the rivers? Is your anger flowing through the rivers? Is that where it is? Is your anger in the sea? Or is your anger towards the sea? In other words, no, your anger is never at or towards the river or the sea as a representative of nature. However, why? Because they are never the recipient of your anger. They just do their bidding. They don't have choice to be good or bad. They are never the recipient of anger. Kitir kaval susecha, when you, God, ride upon your horse, markivotecha, and your chariots, Yeshua, are coming to bring deliverance. You're coming to save. You're coming to help. God, when you come, even with all of the wrath and anger and so on, the purpose of it is ultimately deliverance. Is your anger against the sea or the river? No. Rather, erya teor kashtecha. You, your, this is, these words mean, uh, area is, is, is a language that the commentaries and uh, translators generally understand to mean it is open, it is revealed. Your bow, in other words, the targets of your bow, and your bow itself is out in the open. It's revealed, it's clear, it's understood. Your bow has an actual target. It's not indiscriminate destruction. It has a target. Shivuos matos omer. Now this is shivuos matos. The word matos can, can is, some understand it here to mean tribes, but it also it, it, others understand it to mean the rod, the stick, the stick with which you punish, the stick with which you wage war. So shivuos matos omer. When your sticks of punishment, your weapons of God are shivuos, they are sworn, they are clear, they are absolutely going to a specific place. This are uh, the things that you say, God, right, are specific 
rods. They're specific uh, arrows. They're aimed at a specific place. Because when God comes to mete out justice, it's not indiscriminate. It's not aiming only at, it's not uh, indiscriminate justice, but rather it is very discriminating. It's very specific. Neharos tivaka oretz. And those rivers that you aren't angry at, they will bow to your will and they will go and flow and burst forth through the earth because they are not the recipient. Ra'ucha, they see you. Yachilu harim, when they see you, the mountains are afraid, they tremble. Zeremayim avar, and we see the water trembles before you too when an ongoing rush of water comes and passes us. Nosan tahom kolo, and the tahom, the depths, Ring out the roar and the rush of the sea, the sound, the overwhelming sound. Rome yodehu nasa, Rome the heavens, they carry the strength of your hand, God. They are all, they all tremble in your wake. They are afraid, but they do your bidding. Shemesh yoreach amad the sun and the moon stand in their places. They stand in their places in front of you, God. They do their bidding. However. Your, just like we said before, Eriyote or Kashtecha, your bow is, is, is lit up, it's open, it's revealed, and Shavuos Matos Omer, and your, your sticks have a very clear target. They're a very specific target. Also, La'ar, we're in verse 11 now, La'ar Chitzecha Yehalechu. Your Laar, by light your arrows will go. Your arrows are lit up, their path is clear, their path is obvious. Linoga birak chanisecha, the the spear and the flash of your spear is bright. It's loud. It's not not loud. It's bright. It's clear. It's obvious. It has an actual target. Your target, God, is specific. This this verse linoga should remind us just several verses before vinoga kaortihia, that when God's justice is revealed in the world, it's revealed like light that everyone can see it. V'sham chavion uzo, Habakkuk said in verse 4. That is God's strength. The mightiness, the greatness of God is that when He reveals His um, justice, it's specific, it's clear, it's obvious. He's, he's clearly doing something. Bizam titzad aretz. When you are angry, you step upon the land, you walk upon the land, and in anger, what do you destroy? What is it that you're destroying? Nations. Which nations and why? How do you choose? Right? How do you choose which where the arrows are directed? Because you come out to save your nation. You come out to save the innocent one. You come out to save the one that needs to be saved. To save the one that you anointed. The one that you anointed to lead the people to peace. And, you have come to crush the heads of the houses of iniquity, the people that are evil. You are coming to stop nations, not rivers and, and, and mountains and the sky and the sun and the moon. All of that is nature. You're not here to crush them because they are innocent. You are here specifically to crush the nations that are evil. Oros yisod ad tzavor selah. You are here to destroy from the foundation all the way to the neck, all the way to the top. Selah, that is your goal. Your goal is to come and destroy and step on the nations that are evil and come and save the ones that are righteous and just. At now, 
Habakkuk takes a little bit of a, a change and he switches. And so just like this is true on the macro level, on the level of the sun and the moon and the stars and all of nature and all of the world that trembles before God, but nonetheless is not afraid of God and nonetheless is happy to do God's bidding, right? The same way I, meaning Habakkuk the prophet as an individual, is also I tremble and I am afraid when God's justice comes in awe of the immense power and mightiness and overwhelming greatness of God. On the other hand, I am also happy. I'm happy to do his bidding and do it because I know that ultimately he is here to do justice and destroy the evil one and save the righteous. So he continues, and this is verse 14. Nokavto bimatov rosh pirozov. And now this word is the same word matos that we saw before when he said shavuos matos omer. That when God sends out with his word rods of punishment, you know, rods meaning the kind of rod used as a weapon. He's saying the same thing over here with those rods, matov, the same word. You break holes in the heads of the ones who are, who are, um, uh, who are his um, his uh, his warriors? Yisaru um, lahafiteni. Those warriors are the ones who who love to destroy me. They 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 Their joy was always kimol echol ani bamistar. Those people, the ones that made me suffer, are the ones that would in 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 Bamistar, uh, in a sneaky way, in a private way, in a in a secret way, they would they would eat out the poor, eat out the one the man who was who was impoverished, the man who was at the bottom, and they would tread over him. And that was Ali Tusam. That was their pride. That was their happiness. That's what they they love to do. Um, however, God will come with His rod and crush those evil people. Dorachta bayam susecha chomer ma'im rabim. Yes, you, with your horses, your mighty horses, and stirring up the mighty waters, the great waters of the world, that's how you come. You come step down like that. And Shamati, and I hear this noise, I hear this loud tumult of God coming, and my natural instinct is to do the same thing that the mountains did, and the, and the rivers, and the streams, and the rushes of water. I'm afraid, I'm scared, and I get so trembly in my stomach, I'm afraid. Le cold, solalusif osai. My lips are shaking because of all the sound of God. And it feels like my insides are rotting out. Vitachtai ergoz. And the, and the, the I, I tremble on the ground that I am standing. Asher anuach liom Nonetheless, even though I'm trembling, I am still at rest. I'm still at rest even though the day of punishment is coming. La'alos la'am yigudenu. At the time when there is a, a, a nation of people coming to attack us, I'm trembling, I'm scared, I'm afraid. But because you, God, told me that this is for good, that I am coming to save you, I am coming to help you, and that my punishment will be discriminate, they will discriminate between the good and the bad, the evil and the not evil, even though everything looks so bad around me. Ki te'ein 
this is verse 17, the fig trees aren't blossoming, there's no grapes growing on the grapevines, and the olives are so weak, they're hardly producing oil, and the fields are not bringing up, they're not growing any grain or, 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 or produce. Gozarmi Michlatzon, the 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 pastures aren't full with sheep anymore of Ain Bakarbor Fosim and there's no longer any any uh, cattle in the barn and no more cattle in in, in the yard. Nonetheless, Vaaniba Adunoy Eloza verse eighteen says, I am still going to be happy with God. Agila Beloeishi, I am still going to rejoice with the God of my deliverance. Remember, this is the same thing. This is the Elohei Yish'i here in verse 18, which is the same thing uh, in verse 18, which is the same thing he said in verse 13, where it was Yotzasa Yesha Amecha. He was coming to save my nation. Just like as a nation, I am not going to be afraid. I'm also, and also, Yesha's Meshichecha. I'm not going to be afraid because God is coming to save his anointed. And just like in the beginning of, of today's, we said, this was in verse 8, that God's chariots are coming to save the innocent, not punish the innocent. This is why I, he says now, in verse 18, I am going to be happy because God is coming to save me. So I will not be afraid. Just like the skies and the moon and the stars are, are, do their job, although they tremble before God. They're still happy with God and they still do the bidding of God. Me too, I am also going to be happy with God even though I am trembling and scared and in awe. God is my strength. God is where I get strength from. He makes my feet light like, like, um, like, a, I yell at like a gazelle and I'll run. And I'll, I'll be strong and light on my feet. And God will bring me up to high places so I can stand proud and strong. Let the singer sing my songs. This is the prayer of Habakkuk. That, I, that he should have strength to realize that despite the fear and the awe and the trembling from the oncoming onslaught of punishment, I am still happy with God because I know that ultimately justice is what God is set out to do, even though I don't see it, even though I don't necessarily understand it, but I know it, and that gives me the strength. Thank you so much for studying the book of Habakkuk. Looking forward to, to studying the book of Zephaniah or Zephaniah next, which we will be uh, setting out to study together soon.